0: It's history mixed with a little mystery and a whole lot of chills up your spine. And just in time for Halloween, we are chirping about
1: the ghosts of Gettysburg.
0: And this this is Chick Chick to Chick. Chick. So I grew up about 45 minutes away from Gettysburg, and as a kid, we did these little bus trips sponsored by the Elks Club every fall to be able to go and go around Gettysburg. And the big thing was that it was going to be spooky and scary. And where do you go and what do you do? And I don't think I understood it and appreciated it as much when I was a kid. But, you know, later as I, as I got older and then I had my kids, I started thinking about the fun of Gettysburg and the history of all of the ghosts. And I think it is so exciting, of course. Right now it's Halloween, so why not?
1: Well, we already know that Gettysburg is chock full of history. Of course, it was the turning point Mm -hmm. in the Civil War, and that's what we think about. And we also have to realize that
0: thousands Mm -hmm. and thousands of soldiers were killed On that battlefield. And they died when they were in infirmaries and in homes now is what their homes. And there's a
1: lot of talk that Gettysburg is haunted. I believe it. I've taken my son there and I have taken pictures with a camera that I have Mm -hmm. taken pictures at night at other places. And the pictures are crystal clear. I take the pictures at Gettysburg. It's Mm -hmm. full of orbs, full of orbs. It's so cool. Yeah, it's really, it. really cool. So what's really going on there? That brings us to our guest today. Mark Nesbitt is a historian and an author. Mark, you've written so many books about the ghosts of Gettysburg. So first of all, talk to us about the history of Gettysburg.
2: Well, first of all, hi, Flora and Carrie. Um Gettysburg, of course, is, is everyone knows the name. And um, it's because it was as it is considered the watershed battle of the American Civil War. And uh, it occurred in on July 1st, 2nd and 3rd, 1863, which is about in the middle of the American Civil War. It uh, was the closest the Confederates came, the Southerners came to uh, uh Getting a victory in the war, had they won at Gettysburg, the gates would have been open to Washington, D.C., to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, to Philadelphia, to uh, many of the northern large northern states. So Gettysburg was very, very, very important. It seems like both sides knew that. The the uh, northern army was fighting north of the Mason-Dixon line. It was only the second Confederate invasion of the north. The northerners knew what was on the line, which was uh, whether there would be one or two countries where we live now. Uh, the Confederates also knew because they were fighting for independence, like we were in the American Revolution. And so they knew that a new country could be made, and they would be the uh, fathers of those of that country. And so um, not only did you have that on their minds, you also had the incredible emotional uh the emotions of thinking you could die at any second which happened frequently there were 51,000 casualties in the battle of Gettysburg that's killed wounded and missing about anywhere from seven to eight thousand were killed left dead on the battlefield and so it was uh a catastrophe in terms of human, human uh, emotions and 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 uh, humanity, uh, unlike anything else.
0: And so do you think that's the fascination with the ghosts in Gettysburg, not only the the history that you provided, but knowing that so many souls 51,000
1: souls? Are they all floating around Gettysburg? How many orbs did you get?
0: (laughs) I had a lot of orbs on these pictures. So is that the fascination with it all, the the, the death of it all, Uh, that people come back and they're just fascinated by all of it?
2: I think uh, yeah, I think a little bit of it is, or maybe a lot of it is, because we, um, I I sometimes give a talk on on dark destinations. In other words, uh, dark tourism. People go to places like Gettysburg and other Civil War battlefields, and also um, you know internationally Auschwitz uh, uh, and the uh, uh, battlefields of World War One or World War Two. There is a fascination with that that nobody can can, can really put their finger on. The other thing is, is that for us as Americans, we really have a feeling, I think, for a place like Gettysburg. When you're there, as you guys know, cause you've been there, it's, it's a beautiful, gorgeous place, the mountains and the fields and the peacefulness, but there's something else that happens to you when you go to Gettysburg. And it's, I, I liken it to Uh, walking into a church, okay, you, you're just, it's just another building, but you feel different when you're there. There's Mm -hmm. a feeling there. Hair on your arms. Yeah, Yeah,
1: absolutely. So Mark, you have written so many books about the ghosts of Gettysburg. You have pictures of images or what looks like images of ghosts. Tell us about your experiences.
2: Well, they go back pretty far because I was a park ranger at Gettysburg in the 1970s. And so uh, I started collecting stories back then when I was a ranger from older park rangers, from people who would come into the park, visitors, and tell us about their experiences just that day, something that happened to them that particular day. So um, it's... um, I have a lot. I mean, I have well over a thousand stories. Not all of them are published, but I do have I'm working on Ghosts of Gettysburg nine right now. Um, And that's uh, and I have two or three other books that uh, have to do with the with the um, uh, Ghosts of Gettysburg. But. You know, so if if you're asking me to pick out a favorite story, it's going to be tough because there's so many of them, but um, they all are. uh, They all have to do with these uh, these fellas who. uh, And you have to remember, it's not just 51,000 casualties from the battle. All of the soldiers are dead now. All of them that fought there, and it's thought that maybe some of them may return to Gettysburg now. As they did when they were alive, thousands came back for the reunions, and so you you may just have that residual of uh, of uh, those soldiers coming back, returning to Gettysburg.
1: I want to go to that party.
0: Covering <laughs> over us, covering <He's> <laughs> over us, going.
1: When they go to that party, sorry,
0: when they have a reunion, my, yeah, a lot to talk about. What? So my. So I wonder, are there any? Um, how do I want to put this? there aren't characters but you know there were there generals or any prominent figures um, who might be attached to these ghosts in other words you know the haunting of so and so are there any that are attached to the area that you know of that, that are that kind of come back now you know continuously
2: as a matter of fact, there's one that I've I've actually had uh, I have several stories about him and that would be John Reynolds. Uh, major general john f reynolds who was up pennsylvania so he was fighting on his home turf he um uh, was killed on the first day of the battle in fact he was only on the battlefield for 15 minutes and he was uh shot and taken to a, a a house in town where he died and i have numerous sightings and and it's a lot of them are from people who wouldn't know Reynolds, wouldn't know John Reynolds. One was a, um, a seminarian uh, who literally saw a, um, a a a figure in his dorm room, woke him up one night, and um, he I, I showed him some pictures of John Reynolds, and he didn't know. I didn't tell him who they were, who he was, and I so I um, he identified. That he said, out of the four or five soldiers that I showed him, he said, "They," he said, "That's the one I saw," and it was John Reynolds. Wow! So, and and he's also been seen in the in the house where his body was taken after he was shot, and so that um, also was a is a spot where Reynolds. uh, I think Reynolds may have been uh, visiting those two sites, Uh, and we can identify him by people. by by, by people describing them.
1: Yeah, Mark, you heard me say, you know, I've taken my son there, I've taken pictures, and they're full of orbs, you know, and you've got the doubters out there saying to me, oh, that's just light refraction Refraction, or whatever, and it's not really anything of any significance. I think they're orbs. Are they orbs? What am I seeing on these? I mean, it looks like snow. All through the pictures. Clean your camera lens. (laughs) It's not the camera lens because I cleaned it and they're still there. What am I seeing on those pictures? Are they really orbs?
2: Well, the jury's still out on whether the orbs are uh, actual spirit energies or whether they're just, you know, lens flares. When you can tell when it's a lens flare. You can also tell when it's, you know, people will come in and they'll have a, a, a picture and show me a picture of a, oh, just full of orbs. And they'll say, you know, I'd had uh, more, but it was raining that day, so I can't. Obviously, what the picture they got is of uh, raindrops, and uh, insects can you can identify those, identify those too. But I've seen faces and orbs. Mm-hmm. I've seen uh, them react to certain requests that investigators will have for them. Please do this or do that, and they'll do it. So I'm I'm not willing to, you know. throw throw out the baby with the bathwater, I think that there are some of the uh, orbs are very mysterious. And uh, they must be some kind of reflective or perhaps producing their own light energy. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to see them and get photographs of them.
0: Yeah, this is a great time of year to go on tours. I was was going to ask about that because I have not done a tour and I don't want to be taken by some... Whatever. That's not the real deal. Like if I say, hey, John, will you knock three times somewhere? No, but my point is a lot of people now want to go and visit. How do you avoid getting scammed going on these tours? So you're learning the history and maybe experiencing some paranormal activity.
2: Well, I think my wife had a great answer. Someone asked her that not too long ago. And she said, what you need to do is go on a tour that is based on books. Hmm. And one that's been around a long, long time because we get people coming in every year and then the next year or two, they're gone. So and so that would just kind of narrow it down to a couple tours. You know that we have tours. They're the Ghosts of Gettysburg Candlelight Walking Tours. And so I can't recommend anybody else because I don't know what stories are telling or where they got them. So, I, you know, we just recommend our own. And we've been there 30 years. And I have, you know, like I said, nine books out, nine plus books. So those those would be the and and we train our our guides. So we know that uh, you're going to get a quality tour.
0: Why should from the Ghost of Gettysburg? Yeah. Why should people go on these tours? What are they going to learn? Not just about getting spooked, maybe.
2: Well, some of the tours only talk about tell you the ghost stories okay we tell you the history of the site first Mm -hmm. and i think that's very important because you know if you just tell somebody a ghost story big deal it's like you know somebody jumping out of the bushes and going boo and you you're scared for a second till you find out it's your idiot brother-in-law right (laughs) what you uh (laughs) you know what can i say (laughs) what you want is the story behind it. What happened on that site? And from that, you can, you know, the human mind puts it together and you say, well, maybe that's why this place is so haunted because so many things, so many people died here. So many things happened. So. I love
1: that. I love that. You're putting a story behind the ghost that may or may not be there. And it sounds like, you know, a thing or two About you, a thing or two. You've seen <laughs> a thing or two. So we've loved having you uh, come on the podcast, Mark. We love it. It's all great advice. And so some great stories there. So thank you. Thank you. Boy, if
0: you enjoyed this and you want to be spooked out, I mean, I say. I love it. Go take a tour. It's I fun. I think it's fun. It's, it's fun. a great thing to do yep. for Halloween or any other time, really. You could probably go get spooky any other time. It's but It's a time of year for things to go bump in the, the night. night. Yeah, we don't want to go bump in the night. But what we do want you to do is head <laughs> over to our YouTube channel. Like and subscribe until these chicks right here are back to chirp about another topic. Boo!